Uh, Coach, you guys are playing uh, Justin Herbert this week. Um, he's put up some pretty good numbers so far this year. Uh, what have you seen from him on tape, and how impressed have you been with his play so far? Yeah, he's impressive. Um, you know, very talented player. Um, you know, tall, sees things well, has a good arm, can certainly make all the throws. Um, he's athletic. Definitely escaped the pocket. Um, smart. They, you know, do do a number of things at the line of scrimmage. Um, seeing check plays, audible against pressure. Um, you know, change plays against, you know, check with me type situations. Um, so, you know, looks like he's uh, looks like he's gonna be a good quarterback for a long time. A lot to work with. And um, I know he's a smart, hard-working kid that you know, likes football, and I'm sure he'll continue to get better as he has this year uh, throughout the course of the season. He's in, you know improved from the early games that I've watched, um, and like I said, has, has a lot of good skill players to work with. Uh, good tight end, good backs, good receivers. Uh, so he's a he's a good player. Were you able to spend much time with him uh, in the pre-draft process this year? Uh, yeah, we we evaluated. Um, yeah, we evaluated him. I think he's got all the, like I said, all the tools, and I think he saw that at, um, you know, at Oregon, even in the bowl game. You know, he's he, he did you know, did about all he could do and did it well. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Next question. Stacy, I think you called on me, but I couldn't quite hear. You were a little garbled. This, uh, Bill, yes, um, but what are the uh, what are the challenges in the midst of the pandemic and everything you guys have to go through of trying to set up logistically? a trip like this to, to, to not only play two games, but to stay out there and have all of the, uh, all of the things that you need to, to, to be effective while you do it. Uh, well, the, you know, the bulk of our travel plans are done. Um, when the schedule comes out, you know, you have to secure transportation and, um, particularly hotels and all that. I mean, you know, you can't, can't wait until the week before the game to, to set that up. So, you know, those things are done well in advance. And then, you know, sometimes details get ironed out, um, you know, based on the size of the travel party or, you know, if there's a time schedule change and so forth, work that out with the with the flight and, and the hotel. But I'd say for the most part, over the years and even including this year, I'd say that, you know, 90, 95% of all that is done, you know, well in advance of the trip. And then with an occasional exception here or there, you know, there's, there's 5% that's left to do during the, the actual week of the, the travel relative to, you know, some logistical change that might occur or something that, you know, pops up. So really, that, that's all. That's all been taken care of, and you know, we when we made the travel arrangements back in the spring, we were in a similar 
I mean, you know, we were dealing with COVID back then too, so it wasn't like this was unexpected. It was all, you know, talked about then. But for the most part, our travel this year has been, it's been, been fine. Has been an issue. They're not. There is there anything with with finding practice facilities and and so forth where where you're to to have facilities available to you where you're bringing that many people onto whether it's a college campus or something else that it, that becomes that much more challenging to to find somebody willing to willing to host you for that stretch. Yeah. No, again, we went through that last spring and um, I haven't had a problem. Thank you. Uh, next question, Evan Lazar, followed by Phil Perry. Hey, Coach. Uh, on Sunday, you guys got the two big returns and obviously Adrian's interception as well. I was just wondering, you know, just moving forward, how critical it is to set your offense up with some uh, favorable field position, shorter field, and things like that. Yeah, I mean, that's always, um, that's always something you want to do, create, play good complementary football and you know, the units helping each other out, giving the defense field position, defense and special teams trying to create field position for the offense, and then the offense taking advantage of it when we when we get it. So, um, you know, we've turned the ball over you know, a decent amount this year. We haven't uh, had a lot of return production um, until last Sunday. So hopefully that's that'll continue to get that. Um, even though we've been close quite a bit this year, we, you know, finally were able to actually realize it, um, you know, against Arizona. So um, we'll work hard to try to see if we can continue that. Um, but yeah, the field position, putting the offense on a short field is that, that's our objective every week. Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Eric Rube. Hey, Bill. Um, just hearing you talk about Justin Herbert and seeing some of the success he's had this year, um, I'm I'm just wondering, from your perspective, do you view rookie quarterbacks or young quarterbacks as being able to to transition to today's professional game? more quickly than than maybe players at that position have been able to in the past. Um, you know, especially the the top three guys at that position taken in, in the last draft of all at varying levels of success. And so I'm just wondering if that's something you've noticed and if maybe that's due in part to some adjustments that, you know, their their coaching staffs have made to just make them more comfortable from a schematic point of view. Well, I mean, I think good players are going to have a certain amount of success at every position, you know, regardless. But that's a big jump in year one, especially at that position. So, um, I don't know. You'd have to talk to those guys and see what they think. But it's hard for me to imagine that they feel like it's an easy transition or they haven't had any problems. I mean, I'd have a hard time believing that. So... Whatever they you know do or don't do this year, I'm sure the experience has been beneficial. I'm sure they've learned a lot. Um, I'm sure they'll feel a lot more confident and 
we'll, we'll probably be even better next year and you know in future years. I think we've seen that with a number of the young quarterbacks here that you know have performed well throughout the league in the last you know three or four years. That you know they've gotten better. So some of them played their rookie year, some of them didn't, but. Tough position to play. It's a lot to learn. It's a lot to process, both on your team and what the opponents do against you. Like I said, I think good players will will play their rookie year if they're good players, um, but they'll also get a lot better. Thanks. Next question, Eric sure. Rube, followed by Tim. Good morning, Bill. Um, I, I was wondering, with with the travel out west, um, are the players going to be required to to just basically be in their hotel rooms and then go to the practice facility, or are, are they going to be allowed some sort of freedom? And, and if not, how do you kind of keep them, you know, a little bit from losing their minds out there if they're they're just going from field to room every day? Uh, all right, well, first of all, we're, you know, we're traveling out there before the Charger game, so it won't, won't be a whole lot different than other road trips or, you know, the trip we had to Seattle. Um, you know, what happens after that is, and that's all another conversation, but right now, honestly, we're we're focused on the Chargers and getting ready to prepare and play them, but... I mean, there's there's not a lot of difference between this trip and the and the Seattle trip, just in terms of time scheduling and so forth. Other than you know that was a night game, uh, but a lot of the other elements of it are are very similar. So, next question, Yoke Chen, followed by Bob Sosi. Hey, Coach, uh, last week you contained Kyler Murray pretty well. Uh, I just wonder, was there any particular player uh, in your scout team to play him last week um, during the practice? And uh, this week, uh, Justin Herbert is a totally different type of player. How important is it to simulate him well uh, during the practice for you to, you know, uh, to have a great game Sunday? Yeah, it's... it's um you know that's one of the things that uh we we really um talk about as a coaching staff and the most important thing in terms of preparing for a team that we can do is is our practice so trying to get um a similar look at what our opponent does um they're in their scheme and and to get it executed well by the practice players and also to see players that uh can can give us a good a good look at, at what we're going to see on Sunday. That's, that's very helpful. Um, so, you know, sometimes we use a combination of people. Sometimes, you know, one, one person can sort of fit that. Sometimes we use some of our regular players, um, on, on the scout team. You know, they can give us a, a good replication of, the type of player that we're going to see on Sunday. So it'll be a combination of all those things, and we'll talk about it. It's one of the things we'll talk about today um, for our practice planning, 
for tomorrow and through the week is, you know, how to divide up the players. Sometimes you might have one player that could be one of two players, and then you have to pick out which one you want him to be and that type of thing. And so each each week's a little bit of a different different conversation. Um, at the same time, we want to try to give those players an opportunity to work on things that will help them in their position either improve or prepare for the game, like if they're backup players um, that, you know, would have a role at our game, not practice squad players, then, you know, we, we don't want to necessarily ask them to do something that is totally different that wouldn't, you know, help them work on their skills. So it's a great, it's a great question, and it's really a combination of, you know, trying to take all those things into consideration plus the overall health and, and um, you know, physical condition of your team and, and individual players, guys that you might want to practice a little less, or there may be players that you want to practice a little more. And so it's kind of a combination of working all those things out, and that's it's really a weekly discussion that at times can become a daily discussion, you know, on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, based on what you're working on, you know, as you go from call it early downs to third down to the red area, um, it, that could change a little bit too. So if you get a team like Arizona that um, maybe had a tendency to, to use the quarterback in the running game more in the red area than they did out in the field, then, then maybe the player you used to be that running quarterback is, is different than than the guy you use you know, on third down. So again, it just... I'd say it's usually a combination of people, um, but it's it's very much of a week-to-week and, and, again, even sometimes a day-to-day um, decision. So that's a great question. It's always, you know, it's always something we, we want to try to get ahead of and, like I said, try to present the best look at, at what our opponents do as we can so that the plays in practice have the most similarity to what we'll be facing. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, thank you. It's a good question. We're running a little long, but I'll take one more question, Bob Sosi. His ability to... Right, thank you, Stacy. Good morning, Bill. I wanted to ask Hello. about Kyle Duggar. Um, Kyle Duggar's ability to read and react, particularly in the running game, and his open field tackling, how much of that showed itself when you watched him in college? And is that are those things that can kind of transcend the level of play, even though he was playing at Division Two, were those things that were evident when he was playing at Lenore Rhine? And, and you know, we've, we've, we've seen him get more reps of late and, and show that ability to read and react and provide the run for us. Um, yeah, well, Kyler's, um, you know, done a good job. Uh, those things that you've mentioned, Bob, um, you know, his tackling's been good, his physicality's been good. Um, you know, and, and as he gains experience, his recognition and all that is improving rapidly. Um, you know, to the earlier question, it's, I think I talked about this after the draft, but, I mean, with all due respect, like whoever he tackled at Lenore Ryan, whoever he covered at, you know, it's just a lot different here. I mean, he never, 
he never tackled Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson or, you know, Drake or, you know, I mean, and any of these guys, like there's just, just a whole different. Now at the senior bowl, you know, I think you could see, you know, let's call it comparable level of players at a comparable point in their career. Um, you know, those matchups, I think were a lot more helpful than, um, than the, than the matchups in college. But, you know, in college you could see schematically and just from a in, instinctive um, standpoint, you know, him reading a quarterback and playing the ball and, you know, taking angles. And, and he was certainly a contact player, but I would say the level of competition was, was dramatically different. The senior bowl um, was, a much better, was a much better evaluation of him against a, a higher caliber player than what what we saw in college, and I'd say in college the scheme was pretty 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 basic. You know, again at the Senior Bowl you have NFL coaches, you have NFL you know type coverages, NFL type passing game. So you know both in practice and in the game, so you get to see two different you know you get to see two different looks at it. You get to see the the practice look where you know players are practicing against the NFL team that is coaching them. And then in the game, you get to see them play against another NFL style of play, uh, but different from that other coaching staff. So it's really, uh, for a player like that, I'd say that, you know, that was a big, big opportunity for him. And uh, we felt like it, you know, gave us a lot of insight into the player. And just a quick follow-up, is, is there a certain level of fearlessness? I guess everybody has to be fearless playing professional football, but, uh, you know, especially so uh, in, in that kind of a role? Yeah, well, I mean, there's, you know, there's different different levels of, you know, aggression and and physical contact and, and play and so forth. Uh, you know, I think he's, you know, he's definitely shown that. Um, I don't think that's ever really been a question, but look, as you move up in class and move up in the caliber of competition, it's, you know, it's always more challenging at the, at the next level. So, you know, we've certainly you know, seen a lot of, a lot of backs here and, and, you know, particularly that, you know, that that's where some of his con- high contact plays have come in, whether it's blitz pickup or, um, you know, dealing with, with blockers and, and running backs running full speed. You know, we've, we've seen a lot of a lot of those guys this year, and, you know, he seems very competitive with them. So I, I don't think that's that's really a question. It's really technique and recognition. and But, again, contact is, you know, good technique on contact is a lot better than, than bad technique on contact. And I think that's really the – the challenge for, you know, all players is to try to put themselves in a good football position where, you you know, you're able to play with, you know, power and strength and, and, and handle contact, whether you're absorbing it, you know, delivering it or defensively trying to avoid it to, to get to the, to get to the runner, avoid it or, you know, deal with it in some way. So um, being able to, to strike on the move and being able to, Defeat um, obstacles on the move, blockers on the move is is one of the most fundamental parts of football that exists 